Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham, and I'm the host for today's show, I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation Certified Instructor and Resiliency Expert, helping people to think, speak, and act positively through the challenges of life. We have an exciting guest today, all the way from Australia. His name is Paul Vander Murray, and uh, we'll have to ask him if I pronounce that last name properly. Paul is a mechanical engineer, a published author, and a Guinness Book of World Records holder. Paul was born and raised in South Africa, where he continues to live and work today. Following the completion of his mechanical engineering degree at the University of Pretoria, uh, Paul started his career as a junior engineer on a diamond mine in the desolate Northern Cape province. It is during this period in his life with time to burn over the weekends that Paul set off to achieve his lifelong dream of getting into the Guinness Book of Records. In May 1999, he set a new Guinness World Record by throwing a beer bottle cap a distance of 229 feet. Returning to South Africa in 2000, Paul joined an engineering contracting firm that executes large capital projects for the international mining and minerals industry. He's been involved in the design, procurement, construction, and commissioning of various process plants, and Paul moved through the ranks uh, during his 15-year stint with the company, currently holds the position of engineering manager, and I have to make that correction. He is lives in South Africa, not Australia. Welcome to the show today, Paul. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, thanks for having me. Now, did I pronounce, how do you pronounce M-E-R-W-E? How do you pronounce that properly? Well, there's, there's sort of two versions. The one is Murray or Vandermeer. You can just do sort of the silent uh, bit at the end, um, but either way is fine. Nice. Now, you found me online because I'm a big fan of a book that's similar to your book, uh, A Complaint-Free World by Will Bowen, and I love the title of your book, how you spun the well-known phrase, happy-go-lucky into lucky-go-happy. Uh, brilliant job there. So give us a quick overview of your book, Lucky Go Happy. Uh, Tom, uh, Lucky Go Happy is a, is a modern-day fable um, that's essentially written for adults and teenagers. 
It's, it's quite an easy-to-read book uh, that will equip readers with the knowledge to be happier and uh, to be happy more often. Now, essentially, the book follows the adventures of Lucky uh, the Rat, who's sent on a quest by a lion into the African bushveld to find out what makes other animals happy. Now, Lion hopes to regain his own happiness once Lucky reports back to him with his findings. Now, through his encounters with some interesting and colorful characters, Lucky captures some refreshing new takes on happiness in his report, which he needs to present to Lion before the next rainy season starts. So that, in a nutshell, is, is what the book's about. Now, it sounds like children would love it, but I have found so often that in books that children love, there is also tons of wisdom for adults as well. Is it meant for both audiences, children and adults? Correct. It's, 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 um, some of the lessons there is, is definitely for, for both audiences. Um, I found that the, the, the fable bit makes it easier to, to get the message and, and, and the lesson across. So definitely for adults, uh, there's a bit on, on midlife crisis, um, why that happens, uh, so, so definitely teenagers and adults. Nice, and I'm 51, so I'm starting to use sometimes the words midlife crisis and uh, understanding what it means more, and uh, so a very appropriate audience, uh, uh, as you said, not uh, just for kids, but a lot of wisdom in there for uh, for adults as well. And so uh, I am wondering... How does a mechanical engineer get inspired and someone in the engineering contracting firm and construction, how does someone in those fields get inspired to write a book called Lucky Go Happy? Uh, Tom, it's, it's actually quite a quite an interesting story and it, it's one that, that spans about eight years um, during my first assignment as, as a project engineer, I was responsible for, for executing the engineering and design for the construction of a new diamond mine um, in the Maluti Mountains of, of Lesotho. And it was quite a stressful period for me, um, and, and for the first time in my life, I had problems falling asleep. And so eventually, in order not to think about work, I had to force myself to have happy thoughts, you know, hoping that I'd stop uh, my mind racing uh, back to work while I was trying to sleep. And in these, these periods of being half awake and half asleep, uh, the mind is extremely creative. And it's a, in, in these times where uh, engineering, well, math actually met psychology, and, and I agree, it's fields that are generally poles apart, but uh, this odd marriage, um, I believe, resulted in the formulation of, of some quite interesting perspectives on happiness uh, somewhere around 2 a.m. most mornings. And actually, <laughs> my plan backfired on me because um, I was now being kept awake formulating theories on happiness rather than stressing about work. Um, and what I'd done, I'd actually captured these thoughts uh, in a notebook that I kept on my, under my bed so I could remember them the next day. And, and the number of notes and sketches grew, uh, and eventually I had enough material to write Lucky Go Happy uh, allowing me to share my ideas with the world while also fulfilling a lifelong dream of publishing a book. And uh, I've studied a fair bit about happiness the last uh, number of years. Uh, uh, positivity, happiness, I read a number of books on it. And uh, what I've discovered from my reading is that uh, your happiness level is set 
there's three things that affect your happiness level. 50% of your happiness level is determined by your genetics. So if you had happy parents, you're more likely to be happy. 40% of your happiness level is determined by your thinking and your thoughts and how you look at things in life and how you think about events and only 10% of your happiness level is the events in your life themselves. And so really the only thing we have control over is the 40%, which is our thinking about our life and the events and the things that happen to us. And is that something that you discovered as well when you're learning about and studying and, and writing happiness? Uh, uh, did you discover these three things uh about what controls our happiness levels as well. Absolutely, uh, my book doesn't doesn't uh, go into the genetics bit, uh, which I think is, is more sort of a research topic um, for for you know guys specialising in, in in the field of psychology. Uh, the, so the book centres more around the the forty percent the, the the thought bit, um, and and how 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 we can use our thoughts to to think positively about situations. In, uh, in in making the most out of life and, and, and getting that happiness. And it is all about our thoughts, right? We choose our thoughts. Most most people, uh, their thoughts are 100% theirs. Unless they have mental health issues, they are choosing their own thoughts. And I am well known for always answering amazing when asked how I'm doing, despite having rheumatoid arthritis from my jaw to my toes and four hips replaced and four knees and two shoulders. And, of course, people are always asking, like, why are you amazing? Well, I remind people that 80% of the time it's true and 20% of the time it's to remind myself that it's true, thinking that four out of ten people in the world live on less than $2 a day. And I live in one of the greatest countries in the world, in Canada, so I should have no complaints at all. I'm no nicer than someone who lives on $2 a day. How did I get globally blessed to be born and live in Canada and they uh, have to live in a third world country? No matter how motivated they are, they're still only going to earn $2 a day. And so it is uh, all about our thinking, isn't it, uh, Isn't it, Paul? Correct. Definitely. I absolutely agree with you, Tom. And uh, is it something that you're working with your kids to teach them? Because it would be so nice for young people to get this understanding as early in their life as they can that their happiness level is determined by their thinking. Not when I get a new bicycle or when people grow up, they often hear, well, when I get this new car or if my kids stop doing this or my spouse stops doing this or I get this new job, then I will be happy wrong you could be happy right now without any of those things can't you correct correct that's definitely something that that i uh, try and bring across to to my kids they, they're fairly young still but but obviously you want to get that that uh thought pattern uh you know ingrained in, in, in them as soon as possible uh exactly. the eldest one is, is just starting to read now so hopefully uh one day you can read the book and uh, get it first hand uh, although i'm there so yeah that's something as you could get. <laughs> My wife calls me the word police because uh, I'm very uh, somewhat OCD about the words that people use and your words reflect your inner emotions and your inner thinking and 
So you really need to not only manage your emotions and your thinking, but you need to manage your words as well because uh, words can affect how you think, how you feel, and, of course, affect how other people think and feel. So I'm so big on that. So now when people read your book, uh, will they be happy once they read your book or should they be happy before or how is reading your book going to affect them and their happiness level? Um, it, it, it's sort of a yes and no uh, answer to that one, Tom. Um, yes, the, the book will show them how to be happier um, and, and how to be happy more often. But um, I'm, I'm not trying to show them that they'll achieve a, a permanent state of happiness. Um, I, I believe that just like life, that, that happiness is a journey and, and, and not a destination. So people will fin- still end up having unhappy moments in their lives. Um, I, I, I think people underestimate the importance of, of being unhappy. Um, and that's quite a bold statement, and, and maybe I should qualify it a bit more. Now, if, if, if you can imagine a place, or if you can imagine a world where every every place on in that world has the same temperature, well, let's take the globe or Earth as we know it, and, and every place on Earth has the same temperature. Now, in this world, the words hot and cold um, will have no meaning because, after all, everything has the same temperature. You still with me there, Tom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you suppose then that, say, the temperature in New York uh, decreases while remaining the same everywhere else in the world, now and only now can we refer to New York as being cold because because now and only now is the rest of the of, of Earth relatively warmer than New York. So this temperature imbalance was, was first required to give meaning to the words hot and cold. Cold being the one extreme only found, found meaning once the other extreme of warmth found its meaning. So the one extreme really can't exist without the other. And, and I believe that happiness is, is, is no different. Um, it, it's one extreme emotion with, with unhappiness being the other extreme. And, and I believe we can only be happy if, if, if we also know how to be unhappy. Um, so... To me, it's quite essential that that we are unhappy at times, um, so we can be happy during other times. Wow! Oh, that is that is cool insight. I hadn't thought of that, but uh, you only know one positive. Uh, you only know the positive if you also know the reverse, the negative of it. And so, yeah, and for sure, like nobody can be a hundred percent happy. I'm known as Mister Positive Mental Attitude, but guess what? Lots of periods when my thinking is negative and my emotions are unhappy. Uh, but I guess as you train yourself, you can learn to recognize those thoughts and those emotions and turn them around a lot quicker than people who don't examine their thoughts and emotions. Exactly, yes. Now, uh, as I said, I read a bunch of books on uh, happiness recently. And how is your book? different from other books on happiness that may be written more from a scientific point of view? Well, uh, I, I think, Tom, it's, 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 it's probably the first book on uh, positive psychology that, that's been written by a mechanical engineer. So uh, just in that, I think there's, there's a different and, and refreshing angle uh, on the field of positive psychology. Um, and, and, and I think one of, one of the different angles is that there's quite a few chapters where I try to use very simple math, um, more specifically graphs, 
to 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 get the message across. Um, and 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 readers or prospective readers shouldn't be frightened at, at, at the sound of the word graph. I know a lot of people are very happy once they leave school and are finished with math, but it, it's it's really really simple stuff. Um, just as an example, uh, there's a curve that actually proves that, that money cannot buy happiness. Um, and I've also earlier alluded to, to the curve that, that explains how a midlife, midlife crisis happens. Um, mm. Generally, also the book is, 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 is written in, in, in layman terms, so it's, 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 you know, it's not, not written by, by someone with a doctorate in psychology, so it, it, it's really easy to read. Um, it doesn't you don't get the feeling that you, you're being preached to. And, and I think uh, the last important point is that because it takes the, the shape of a fable, um, it, it's always easy to remember a story and, and with that lesson. Um, so I think those sort of elements is, is, is what makes it different from, from other books in, in, in the same, same genre. Nice, and I, I like that. I used to say out loud that I didn't like... Uh, learning things in story fashion, but in the past few years, I've read a number of books told in a story fashion, and they are more fun to read. Uh, you retain and understand and remember the points better, and uh, it's just way different than reading like uh, seven steps or six steps or eight ways to do this. Uh, and so now I really love learning that way because, yeah, it's more fun to read it. And you can remember afterwards the characters, especially if they have funny names, do funny things, look funny. And the points of the story based on the characters. And so I, I really love uh, books that are written that way. And I, I really like uh, that you've approached it that way. That's how your book is written because there's so many of them out there written now by people who are psychiatrists, psychologists, and people that study it as a medical thing or as a uh, more as a on a, a not on the practical side, but more on the scientific side. And so this is, sounds like it's going to be a tremendous book and a, a nice, easy read for people as well. Yes, exactly, Tom. Now, uh, I uh, am claiming a Guinness Book of World Records, even though I'm not in the world Guinness Book of World Records. Let's say I'm claiming a world record. I think I believe I have the longest standing living joint replacement. I have a hip that's 32 years old. It was replaced 32 years ago, and I don't think any joint replacement of any type in the world has ever lasted that long. And and so, but you're in the Guinness Book of Records, but it's a pretty funny record. Uh, the longest, uh, what did you, through, through a beer bottle cap, 200 and how many feet? Uh, 229. 229 feet. Is there a technique to that? Because I know I've been with enough beer drinkers, and when I was young, I tried various methods of flinging a bottle cap. Um, and uh, I never got anywhere near 229 feet. Did you do it in a hurricane or a <laughs> wind tunnel? Uh, no, no they, they, they actually, I, I set the record at a at an airfield, and, and 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 they're quite strict in terms of of allowable wind speed uh, when when you set the record. Uh, there is a bit of a trick to it. Um, I'm, I'm I'm not sure if if, if you 
you've ever thrown frisbee, um, or if, if you're familiar with that, but, but generally the, the trick of the frisbee, and it, it applies to the beer, beer bottle cap as well, is that if you can get some rotational spin on, on the disc or on the object, it's, it, it's stable in, in its flight, so it doesn't sort of tend to dip down. So the trick with the, with the bottle cap is, is to to, uh, to sort of pinch it between your, your uh, index and your middle finger on, on, on the edge, and as you throw it, you give it a spin. So you get that uh, rotational motion going, um, and so in the flight, the, 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 the bottle cap stays stays stable and it, it flies it flies for longer instead of just dipping down and, and you know crashing to the ground. Oh wow! Now, did you go through the Guinness Book of Records to find, figure out? Okay, I want to be a Guinness World Record holder. What record could I possibly? Set myself, and is that how you came across beer bottle toss or beer cap tossing? Um, it, it, it's actually a bit of a different story, Tom. In, in, in that, I've, I've, I attempted sort of uh, various records. I, I think you know, whistling for for the longest uh, continuous, you know, whistling. I think the record is 24 hours, and, and all sorts of weird stuff. Um, and eventually, just just saw that you know, I couldn't achieve any of them. Um, and, and this bottle cap thing throwing we, we had uh, going in our digs with, with some of the students I was studying with. And I saw somewhere one day that, that you could actually apply for a new category to be registered in, in the Guinness Book of Records, um, provided that they've got a list of conditions, provided you know people find it interesting, uh, there's some skill involved, and, and whatever whatever it is. Um, so I actually applied to for, for for this category, you know, for them to acknowledge and, and register it as, as a new category. So it's not that I that I beat the previous record. I actually set set the record, you know, for for, for the first first time in, in this category, if you'd like. Ah, that's a good way of doing it. If you can't whistle for 24 hours, go out and find your own new category and create that one and get a record for that. Yeah, Interesting. Exactly. And way more fun than whistling for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> now you're going to have competition, though. Once you set the record, you know people are going to be out uh, trying to beat the record. Correct. I probably shouldn't be too vocal about it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's been standing for 15 years, but uh, yeah, now that it's probably getting up and throw open a bit more, yeah, there might be there might be threats out there. <laughs> nice. Now, uh, where can listeners get more information about the book? Uh, Tom, I've, I've got a website, uh, Um So there's there's some information on there. Or the book is also available on on Amazon and, and Barnes and Noble and, and some other leading internet book sites. On on, for example, the Amazon page, there's there's a there's a short synopsis of the book, um, a bit about myself, so, so there's some information there. Um, I also have a Facebook page that, that people can visit. You know, they can simply search for, for Lucky Go Happy on Facebook. Um, or if you can just Google Lucky Go Happy, you know, you'll get to... Right. Just remember the saying that it's reversed from Happy Go Lucky, because even I... I uh, was typing a few things uh, in preparation for the show, and I kept, kept typing uh, happy-go-lucky, and then it's like, oh, no, it's lucky-go-happy. And uh, as I, you know, as so many interviews and tell enough, I've told enough people that generally if you buy it from the author's website, 
there's often freebies that come along with it or things that you get from the author's website that you may not get from uh, Amazon. Is that the case with you? Is there something special that you can do for them if they do order it uh, from your website, sign it, or anything like that? Um, unfortunately, not at, at this stage, Tom. The, the website that I had set up as, as part of my publishing package um, is, is pretty much a, a, a bland three-page standard standard website with no real exciting stuff or, or you know, flying bottle caps or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be I'm, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> it would be cool. So um, at, at, at present, though, there's, there's un, unfortunately not 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 any any sort of extras apart from from the normal stuff uh, on, on, on the website. All right, but people, if you are considering buying the book, Lucky Go Happy the Book dot com, uh, to be nice to an author, it's always nicer to buy it through their website. You earn more money than uh, when people buy it through Amazon. Um, and so, if possible, go to the LuckyGoHappyTheBook.com website to buy the book. Uh, although, if not, as you said, it is certainly available on Amazon.com. I found it myself, so I know it's there. And uh, that's a good way uh, that people can buy it from anywhere in the world, of course, any country in the world. So, Amazon.com. Uh, Lucky Go Happy, or go to LuckyGoHappyTheBook.com. One thing I noticed about uh, your intro, you've traveled a lot of the world. You've even been in Canada uh, amongst many countries, and uh, that's uh, part of your job as well. Is Is that something fascinating and interesting and fun to see all these different countries and cultures and people and accents and that sort of thing? It It, it, it is quite an interesting um, uh, 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 job that I've got, yes, Tom. Uh, I think some of the places that, that I get to see is, is, is stuff you wouldn't, you know, see in the, in the normal normal span of your life. Um, um, I mean, places like United States and Canada, yes, you, you definitely go and visit that as, as, as a tourist. Um, but, but some of the places, more in Africa, is the places I, I don't think you sort of generally end up uh, going to, you know, um, except if it's if it's for work. Um, I, I was actually quite fortunate to be um, as part of the work, but sort of sidestream, um, part of a research team for the uh, Construction Industry Institute that's um, based out of Austin, Texas. Um, and during during that sort of two-year period, I've uh, Sort of travel to the United States and and uh, Canada to uh, University of Waterloo there specifically. Uh, oh, one of our great universities, the University of Waterloo, and also the that area is home to uh, BlackBerry, the cell phone company, the amazing Canadian company. So a great area of Canada there uh, that you were in. Fantastic. And uh, now uh, do people in the construction industry, are they surprised when you, they find out you wrote a book and all those things? It's not necessarily. I, I know my dad was in the explosives industry all his life, selling explosives for mines and, and uh, you know, construction and uh, there's not a lot of authors in the construction industry. 
And so it's kind of unusual. Is it something you get to talk about with people at work or people that you meet? Uh, and what is their reaction when they find out this uh, giant construction project engineering guy has written a book on happiness? Yeah, it's quite a quite a surprise when when uh, I think the the, the message drops. Um, and and yeah, I think the these two fields are generally so so far apart that, that people take some time to to bring the two of them together. Um, but uh, I think I do manage to convince them after about five minutes uh, that they can see I'm actually on this something. So um, yeah, it, it takes a bit of time. <laughs> nice. Now uh, I see uh, you sent me also a picture of your wife, and uh, any husband knows that a ginormous part of their success and ability to do the things they do uh, is a lot of it is accompanied from some great help and assistance from their wives. I'm sure that's probably the case with you as well. Absolutely. Um, very, very supportive throughout my career, um, especially now we, we got the two children. You know, there's, it's quite a quite quite a challenge on, on uh, or a change, can I put it that way, from having lots of free time uh, uh, at, during the times when you were single or just single parents um, with no kids and, and now I have a few children. So in terms of raising the kids, supporting me in, in my career, uh, very supportive and, and very thankful for, for having me. Amazing. I imagine. And then, you know, with the job that you have and then writing a book, that requires a lot of time outside of work for writing the book and of course would put more pressure on your wife and so it is always nice to have that the blessing and help of your spouse when you're doing something over and above your job as well because you know you do have to sort of miss out on a number of things while you're disciplining yourself to sit down and think and write and and uh, all the things that go with writing a book. And so always a nice blessing to have that so you can do all that without having to be worrying in the back of my head, oh, this isn't getting done, that's not getting done. And so a real uh, blessing to have the the backing of your wife uh, when you do this project. And uh, did she help at all? Did you ask her any input on the book? Like, what about this? Or what should we name the character? How does that work? Um, no, the, the, I think the detailed input, I, I sort of, I, I think I'm somewhat reserved in, in, in that regard. But, um, you know, she, she was the first one that, that got a copy to, to read afterwards. Um, I, I think that's sort of the, the proof. Although she, she the chances of her being being not biased is is, is 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 not that great. So I took it with a bit of with a pinch of salt, uh, but it, it was really good to get an impression of of the book before I actually took it uh, to the publishers. Nice. Now your kids are young, and I guess young kids they don't get impressed that their daughter that their dad is a published author. They're not like, wow, wow, way to go, dad. I just think everything their dad and mom do is something every other dad and mom does. Uh, did they get any special reaction from seeing the book or seeing your name on the book or anything like that? No, not not specifically. I think I think they're probably still still too young uh, to remember. 
Um, what I have done though is that on, on, on the day each of them was born, I made them a, a, a time capsule uh, with, with all the newspapers of that day and uh, some of the magazines of that month. Um, with the idea being that they opened those again when they when they turned 21. So I, I snuck uh, a copy of, of each of the books uh, for <laughs> book, each of the time nice. for them to open up. So uh, now, yeah, uh, hopefully other time they, they, they'll realize and, and, and appreciate and, and also enjoy and, and hopefully learn from, from the book. Right, 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 exactly. I, I love it. And so uh, uh, fantastic. And as I said, what an amazing title. And uh, uh, you've written it in a very fun way. What about the uh, illustrations in the book? I, I understand when you write a, a kid's book from other people I know that have written kids books that a lot of the a lot of writing a kids book is uh, the design the uh, whatever you call it illustrator of the book uh, did did you do it yourself or you found an illustrator and was did you have any input into the illustrating or did you just say okay hire an illustrator and you do your thing and I'll be happy with whatever you do the, the, the graphs and the, the images in, inside the book I, I did myself. Um, the, wow. Was, I think fairly, fairly simple to do. I didn't really need very artistic um, um, touches to it. You can sort of see it's an engineer's version of, of a graph. <laughs> but the, the, the picture on, on the front page, the, the, the rat uh, sitting next to the dice, um, I actually had, had a local artist, uh, I, I commissioned him to do that uh, that sketch for me and, and handed that over to, to the guys in the, the front cover design and they brought everything together. Nice. Well, let's remind people again, uh, the book is called Lucky Go Happy and the website is luckygohappythebook.com. And, of course, again, it's uh, available on Amazon.com as well. It's probably way easier to search for the title, Lucky Go Happy, than for me to try and tell our listeners how to spell your name and then to remember. So just remember the phrase, remember the phrase, happy go lucky, but then remember to turn it around and make it Lucky Go Happy and search that on Amazon or on uh, on uh, Paul's website. Have you uh, been thinking of any other uh, writing another book? Once you now you got this first one out, has that created a bug to, uh, or any ideas on on books that will follow from this book? Not just yet, uh, uh, Tom. Um, I, I may need some some another stressful period in my life and, and some sleepless nights, maybe to to get some ideas again. And unfortunately, things are going well, so there's, there's none of that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, not 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 at present, uh, but but never never discounted. Maybe one day. Never discounted, right? You never know when the inspiration will hit you again. Well, thanks so much for uh, being on the show today, Paul. I really appreciate it. I I love the title of your book. I love that it's a fun and easy to read book with a, some interesting and funny characters in it, and that always makes remembering what you're reading a lot easier and a lot more fun. And so uh, I have a uh, ebook copy of it, and I'm looking forward very much to uh, reading it through myself. And uh, congratulations, it's a, it's a great topic, 
and a great way to write a book on happiness that is, as as we've mentioned earlier, way different than any other book I've read on happiness. But in the past two or three years, it's been more all from a scientific viewpoint and not uh, not written in a fun and entertaining way. Thanks, Tom. It, it, it's been great chatting to you, and, and, and thanks so much for, for having me on your show. I, I really appreciate it. I appreciate you joining us today, and I think you're the longest-distance guest I've ever had, so that's a, kind of a first for me as well. Thanks for joining us today, Paul, and have yourself an amazing day. You too, Tom. Keep well. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.